the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot, KKNT Intelligent Talk. My name is Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer, negotiating the entire transaction for you, the buyer, your best interest at heart only. You know, I'm going to be careful today. Because I know that we're on radio. We used to be on the Internet. And you have to be careful about saying dirty words. But I checked and I made sure it's not a dirty word, Dana. Lease is not a dirty word. You are correct, sir. Now, each week what we try to do is share some helpful hints in the car buying process. And I've been around the car business a few years less than Dana. But one thing that hasn't changed is how you buy a car. Okay, You haven't been able to figure out how to get the car to spit out of your computer. The other thing that you haven't figured out is what I figured out is that the, the, the objections that people come up with are the same. So I could remember sitting in a car dealership in 1988 and there was an A and a B pencil and one was the purchase and one was the lease. And I remember that in 2000, in 1992, when I worked at Scottsdale Lexus, we didn't pitch leases until the customer had agreed to buy the car unless they were coming in on a lease. But it's very simple. And in my entire career in the car business, I've never met anyone that could write a book and teach leasing at Harvard if there was a class. And I always say there should be a class in school about how to buy a house, and how to buy a car. Because when you buy your house, the real estate agent went to school for two weeks to get his real estate license, and 85% of the real estate agents, I think, don't do four sales a year. So how experienced are they? But leasing, all it is is a different way to pay for your car. And, And the big objections that I still hear today, I drive too many miles, I want to own my car. Well, folks, guess what? Unless you write a check, you don't own your car. And the last thing I'm going to say before I let Dana go on and on about this is that what you need to look at is very simply, if somebody came to you and said, I'm going to sell you a stock that's worth $80 a share today, you can write me a check, and tomorrow that stock's worth $70. Are you going to buy the stock? Okay. People don't buy stocks based on the fact that they're going to go down in value. There's very few cars 
that go up in value. Uh, there are a few that maintain their value really, really well. But when you lease a car, you're putting the responsibility of the future value on the bank, the lending institution, the manufacturer's arm, whatever you want to call it, not you. That's a big difference. And for people, that we talked about this recently, but as of June of this year, <coughs> excuse me, as of June of this year, the average price of a brand new car sold in the United States of America, according to Kelly Blue Book, was right at $33,500. Now, and that's it, before finance charges. Well, certainly, but before even getting to that part, if you take $30,000 and you divide it by 60 months, you're at 500 a month. You take 33,000, you divide it by 60 months, you're at 550 a month. The extra 500, call it 8 bucks, you're at $558 a month. That's if you have no negative equity. That's if you haven't applied a finance charge like Gary just suggested. And sometimes you might be able to find 0%. Sometimes that's simply not available on what you're looking for. The typical loan term is 67 months now, more than five and a half years. When people buy a car and they finance it today, and you just heard the math on a five-year term without an extended warranty, without gap insurance, without any added products, without even interest. And so based on how much it is already, lots of people are going six years. Well, when you finance a vehicle for six years, and most warranties are for three, you have to consider buying an extended service contract. doesn't mean you have to, but you have to at least consider it. To touch on what Dana was talking about with the term, I find it kind of scary that right now I noticed there was a special APR on 2015 Mustangs. And the rate wasn't that great, but it wasn't terrible, but it was definitely not very, very competitive. But I happened to notice that Ford Motor Credit was offering 84-month financing. 84-month financing at 3.9%. Now, the one thing about a lease we're going to talk about today is remember this. The average price of a car is $33,500. And let's just call that $37,000 out the door. If you finance a Honda Pilot, a Nissan Murano, a Toyota Highlander at $37,000 out the door is your dollar amount finance, and you finance them all at the exact same interest rate and the exact same payment on each of those cars will be the same because it's simple math in a purchase. The most important thing that I will say about a lease you know when you watch these commercials, and I laughed about it because somebody put a Facebook post on it, where you're watching something and it says, professional driver, do not try this at home. Now, I was laughing because one of my friends put a picture on Facebook the other day that was kind of like that and said, you see this warning, do not try this at home? We didn't have to worry about that when we were kids. We weren't morons. I saw that one. Yeah, And it's kind of funny, but here's the thing. Dana, 
if you go into the Honda dealership and pick out a car that's thirty-seven grand out the door, go to the Toyota dealership and pick out a vehicle that's $37,000 out the door, and go to the Nissan store and pick out a vehicle that's $37,000 out the door. At 0% financing, every one of those payments is going to be the same. Correct. Is the lease payment going to be the same with the same amount of dollars down? Absolutely not. And that's what I mean about not doing something that you're not comfortable with. Now, I don't know a lot of other things. We've talked about this, my toolbox and touching my motorcycle with my tools and being told by my friend that's mechanic, don't touch the tools. Well, he doesn't go car shopping without me. But a lease has certain variables, and every one of those variables is on a lease contract today, and they're with also- the exception of the money factor. And when you bring up the term money factor, the the money factor on a lease is just a different term for interest rate. And you can calculate what your equivocal annual percentage rate is by simply knowing what the money factor is. To give you an example, if the money factor was .00100, that means two zeros before the one, your equivocal APR would be 2.4%. If it were 0.00200, it would be 4.8%. We've helped clients where the money factor, and we didn't create the money factor, but the money factor was 0.00001. That's a tenth of a quarter percent. And the total lease finance charge over three years on a vehicle that could list for $37,000 wasn't more than $100. Now, to add to that, we were talking about this, and I have a friend of mine that wanted to lease a Mercedes-Benz. And we had looked at certain cars, and we looked at a certain and he decided to buy a Mercedes. And we had a friend that was general manager of a dealership that knew a general manager of a Mercedes dealership. We ended up driving down to Tucson. And when we got to Tucson, the money factor on an $87,000 car was point zero 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 four zeros and a five, which equates to point one two or one eighth of one percent. One eighth of one percent. It might as well be free. Free. Now the difference on the the lease payment on an $87,000 car, when they did the lease at that factor rather than the factor that equated to 3%, was close to $200 a month. So Times. getting back to just leasing in general, like Gary pointed out, A, it's not a bad word. There's a very famous, lots of very famous people that would guide you that if something eats or depreciates, you might consider leasing it. But the word itself, because people, you know, in the 80s, in the 90s, in the 2000s, in the 2010s, and even now have leased cars and not understood what they were doing or in the past where they didn't used to have to tell you what you were paying back in the 80s and 90s, you just kind of agreed to a payment. Well, now I don't think most people realize that you can negotiate a lease, certainly Gary and I negotiate a lease, just the same way that we would a conventional purchase. The price of the vehicle is not going to be higher. In some cases, there are incentives where you get more money. You get lease cash. 
Exactly. But more importantly, the key is you get to negotiate just as hard whether you're buying it or leasing it. When that person goes out and buys that $70,000 Mercedes and writes a check, and by the time the tax and license has been paid, they've paid maybe closer to $78,000, and a few years later... It's worth thirty five grand. And guess what? They go buy another one and pay cash. Well, they might be real smart, and they may have made a lot of money, but boy, are they stupid when it comes to buying a car. Yep. And, and the, thing, the biggest thing to look at is not every car leases well. Absolutely true. And if you don't understand how the lease works, you can put yourself in a very bad situation. And what I mean when I say that they don't lease well is there's a couple of things that you can't negotiate on your lease. One of them is you can't negotiate what the buy rate is on the money factor. So if they're doing the lease and you know that that's the buy rate on the money factor, it can't be lower than that. Now, remember, there's also tiers in the lease. So a guy that walks in with the 750 credit score may have a payment that's $75 better than the guy with the 620 credit score. Just like if you were buying the car conventionally and you had a high credit score, you're going to qualify for a lower interest rate, and therefore the person with worse credit or not as good a credit is going to have a higher interest rate. And the other thing you can't negotiate is you cannot tell them what the residual is going to be. It's a percentage. Now, it's adjustable by the mileage that you want to drive, but the it's all based on the manufacturer's suggested retail price. So the residuals will be the same, but everything else is negotiable. Earnhardt Honda has received the Honda Corporation's esteemed President's Award seven times in the last eight years. The President's Award is the most prestigious and coveted award that Honda can award to its dealerships. The award recognizes dealership teams that demonstrate superior customer satisfaction, new car sales volume, and business management. Approximately 15% of Honda dealerships receive the award each year, while Earnhardt Honda ranked in the top 1%. Please allow us to show you why we are the top Honda dealer in the West Valley regions. Located at I-10 and Loop 101 in the Avondale Auto Mall. Earnhardt Hyundai Avondale offers a great selection of new Hyundais and pre-owned vehicles. We pledge to offer exceptional customer service and ownership satisfaction. Located at 10401 W. Papago Freeway, Avondale, Arizona, 85323 in Avondale Auto Mall. Miller Nissan and Mesa offers new Nissans along with pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs by top manufacturers. General Manager Bill Brixey will help you find that new or used car you have been searching for in the Phoenix metro area. You can reach him directly at 1-888-993-1126. His finance staff offers expert advice for those seeking a great deal on a new car loan or lease. This service does not stop there, as Phoenix area customers frequently come in and take advantage of their professional Nissan service department and fully stocked inventory of Nissan Auto Parts. They are located at 2025 West Auto Center Drive in Mesa, Arizona. As one of the newest members of the Earnhardt Auto Centers, Earnhardt Cadillac is proud to be your choice for all of your Cadillac needs. Located at 7901 East Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they have one of the finest inventories of luxury pre-owned vehicles in the state. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 
960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my partner, Gary Green, and we are your car insiders. I want to get back to what Gary was just talking about. The, the residual value is always set by the lender, not by the dealership, not by you know me or anyone else, but by the lender. It's always a percentage of the manufacturer's suggested retail price, just like Gary described. However, that has nothing to do with what you're paying for the car. That just means that, as an example, if two people agreed to lease two Camrys at the same time, they both agreed to drive 15,000 miles a year, got the same model, took the same type of care of the car, brought the vehicles back at the end of the three-year lease, stayed within the mileage criteria, which car would be worth more? And the answer is neither car. That's why the residual is a constant. The only thing that could change the residual is the thing that Gary talked about earlier, which is a reason why many people should lease, but why many people who do not understand the auto industry don't lease. And that's mileage. Because the average person thinks if they drive more than 15,000 miles per year that they can't lease or shouldn't lease. Is that true, Gary? I'm going to share a story, but before we do that, remember, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. And we want to send out a special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. Now, they're located at 8801 West Bell Road in, I believe it's Glendale or Peoria. It's Peoria, Arizona. Just west of the Loop 101 on Bell Road. 8801 West Bell Road, and their phone number is 623-875-4000. Now, I was in the car business in 1992, is when I worked at Lexus. And there's no better way, in my opinion, to drive a Highline vehicle than by leasing it. But what had happened was in the 1980s, a lot of people, I'm going to use the word bamboozled, got cheated, cheated by the car dealers. And they did a term that we no longer really see. Now, they still are out there unless you're leasing, you know, if you're leasing a Ferrari, if you're leasing an Aston Martin, if you're leasing a Rolls-Royce, you might see the term opened-end lease. Otherwise, you're not going to see it, and it won't matter to you today. Back then, oh boy. Right. So what happened with these people is they leased their cars, and when the lease was over, they had a total horrible negative equity situation. So the way that we presented leases in 1992 was if a customer was coming in and writing a check, we let them write the check, they went through the finance office, and then we'd sit down if you felt like it, and you'd already made a car deal, and if you didn't care about it, you just left it alone. But the dealership wanted us to present the lease, and the only reason they wanted us to present it was because they had already bought the car, they couldn't change their mind. However, if you could switch them to a lease... You could get them off what they paid for the car, go to a monthly payment, and the dealership could make more money. Now, there's certain things— You mean their motivation for changing things wasn't to help the client? Right, like we do. The opposite of what they do. Yeah, the opposite of what they do. But there's certain things, you know, and I hear it all the time. I don't want to lease a car because I drive too many miles. Now, in 1992, there was a gentleman, I don't recall his name, that was the Lexus— financial services, lease, whatever you want to call him. I would call him a guru. And he would come around and he would train us on pitching a lease. 
and he had talked about what he had done. And sometimes people lease a car so they can drive more car than they really can afford, but it gets to a payment they can live with. Either that or say that the opposite way. They're able to buy a car that they would really enjoy that they normally couldn't get. Right. Now, this gentleman, what he did was the one thing today that you can write off in business, and I don't ever give tax advice. We're not accountants. But I know if you own a business and you lease a car, a lot of the payment could be a write-off. And I would always tell you, check with your accountant. Don't trust what the salesperson is telling you, and don't trust what I'm telling you. By the way, before we segue... The the problem for a lot of people in the car market, besides the maybe fear of the unknown, if you haven't leased before, is unfortunately most of the salespeople that work at most of the dealerships in the Valley do not understand leasing very well at all. At all. Then, unfortunately, their sales managers, in most cases, do not understand leasing very well at all. I was in a dealership the other day and I wanted to talk to somebody about a lease and I was talking to the general sales manager and he had to grab a sales manager because he didn't even know how to work the lease in the computer. By the way, you can calculate a lease on your calculator with just the little bit of tips I'm going to give you before the show's over. But in the meantime, back to what Gary said. Well, let me just finish what I was saying. Go ahead, buddy. So talking about the lease. Now, if you're in a position that you're not in a cash flow plot, a cash flow problem. The way this gentleman explained it was he had leased in 1990 a Lexus LS400 when they first came out. And he wrote the lease to the maximum allowable mileage, which was 30,000 miles a year Lexus would write a lease for. And he leased the car for 36 months, had a residual that was based on 90,000 miles. A very low residual. I know how this is going to go. And he drove the car less than 10,000 miles a year. So when the lease was over, he had a car with less than 30,000 miles on it, but could buy it for the value of a 90,000 mile car in the residual. Now, the way he explained it was what I did was I drove the car when I needed it. I travel a lot. And I drove only 30,000 miles, less than 30,000 miles in the three years. However, when the lease was over, I didn't give them the car back. I traded the car in. Now, the amount of equity he had after paying the lease payments for the 36 months and writing off the payments as a business expense and being able to buy the car for that much lower residual, he had what I'd want to call a boatload of equity. So one of the decisions in a lease is at the end of 36 months, if you lease a car, the residual is your choice. Okay. If you finance a car for 72 months, at 36 months, if you're upside down five grand. Can Not you, too many choices. Can you give the car back? Nope. And get a new one without writing a check for the five grand? Not without something going on. Now, if you if you lease the car for three years and 36,000 miles and you're at 35,999 miles, there is no disposition fee. There's no damage on your car. The lease is over. The residual's 18 grand. The car's worth 15 grand. Whose problem is the 3,000 bucks? That would be the lease companies. Yep. Now, when we come back for the next segment, I'm going to stick a sock in my mouth because I want Dana to talk. For six, the, the whole segment 
as to how a lease works. So when we come back, you really need get a pencil out, get a pen, and I can promise you, even with writing it down, you're not going to get it. But I will laugh and I will tell you this, that I have in my wallet to this day, I'm going to reach in and pull it out. Dana's going to smile and laugh when he sees it. But I have a business card in my wallet somewhere. I may have to find it after the break. I'm going to have to find it. Nope, here it is. And it's from a dear, dear friend of mine, Brian Edwards' card. And it says, adjusted cap plus the residual times the money factor. Adjusted cap minus the residual divided by the term plus the tax. It doesn't matter if you're leasing widgets, chocolate bars, cars, trucks, tractors. That's how a lease works. But Dana's going to come back and explain what I just said in five seconds in the next six minutes. Jim and J.J. Testa, commercial fleet managers at Camelback Toyota, are truly good guys in the automotive business. They've been in the car business since 1987 and the entire time in the Phoenix metro area. They are kind of like their own dealership, very easy to work with and have the largest selection of Toyotas in the Southwest, not to mention a great selection in pre-owned and certified vehicles. A special thanks goes to John O'Malley, managing partner, for giving Gary Green his first start in the automotive business in 1988. You can reach Jim at his desk at 602-200-5520 and JJ at 602-532-4472. Earnhardt Kia, the fastest growing Kia dealership and the number one volume dealership in the Valley of the Sun. Located on Bell Road just minutes from Scottsdale and Glendale. Our locations allow us to serve all the greater Metro Phoenix areas as well as nearby Tempe and Peoria. You can visit us at 2121 East Bell Road in Phoenix or call General Manager Scott Clark at 602-345-5405. Monte Vista Cleaners. Dry cleaned or pressed garments, only $2.59. Laundered and starched shirts, only $1.75. Monte Vista Cleaners uses state-of-the-art equipment and best cleaning supplies to offer you fast same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry cleaned items and next-day service on all other times. They're open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 20010 North 59th Avenue in the Glendale Home Depot Shopping Center or 8345 West Thunderbird in Peoria. Monte Vista Cleaners. You want to feel connected, at one with your world. Informed, included, and inspired. So no matter where you are, have an accident on the when important things happen, you see this man, contact authorities we're here at all hours, in the moment, on every device in your life. Your local radio and TV broadcasters. We investigate and inform. Our political investigation saved taxpayers. Give back to the community. Our radio station is now accepting donations to help rebuild this community. Even save lives. It's time to just hunker down. It's too late now to leave. America's number one source for news, weather, and information. On your radio, TV, computer, tablet, and smartphone. We are broadcasters. Always here for you, wherever here may be. Tell Washington local stations matter by texting RADIO to 52886. Furnished by NAB and the station, message and data rates may apply. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And then I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. I was running down this, well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like, 
Ribbit, and I saw an owl too. Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles, like wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's a、uh, pretty cool too. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Looking to see what's up next on The Hugh Hewitt Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders with Dana Southern and Gary Green on 960 The Patriot. All right, so back to what we were talking about before going to break. Gary did briefly summarize how simple it is to calculate. But essentially, if you're leasing a vehicle, the higher the residual value, the lower the depreciation, the lower the depreciation, the lower the monthly payment. So if you have a vehicle, let's say it's a $20,000 vehicle, and it has a 60% residual on a 36 month term, which means it's a vehicle that does hold its value pretty well. So that means that that vehicle is going to have a $12,000. Residual, and let's say you buy it for 18. So the depreciation is going to be the 6,000, the difference between the 18 you bought it for, not the 20 it's stickered for, and the 12,000 they think it's going to be worth at the end of three years. So your depreciation is 6,000 divided by 36 months. That's the first portion of a payment. The second way that they calculate is they take the adjusted or agreed upon selling price and then they add the residual. So if you take the $18,000 agreed upon selling price, add the $12,000 figure, you now get a really big number of $30,000. And then you multiply that times the money factor. The money factor, like we talked about earlier, is very easy to equate to an interest rate. It's a set formula. It's not random. And so, as long as you have the money factor, that portion would then be your interest. And let's say that the rate's competitive and it's something that is attractive, then that's going to be the second portion of your payment. And let's say on this type of a car, maybe that's $30, $40 per month. The last portion of your payment is when you take the Initial $6,000 divided by the 36 months, and I'm not using a calculator. The finance charge, you add those two figures together, and then you just put sales tax on top of that payment. So every lease on every car works that way. Often people have that real strong feeling of wanting to own their car, and that's kind of a psychological thing. Because for many, many years here in Arizona, the banks made it really complicated because they used to send you your title, even though there was a lien on the title, and it kind of made you feel like you had something. 
then many, many years ago, probably 2004, five, I can't recall the exact year, maybe even slightly earlier, they changed to where it became a title holding state, meaning that if you have a lien on your car to any lender, they hold the title until it's paid off because they're the owner of the car. And ultimately, that means that you can have a car for five and a half years on a six-year loan, miss one payment, and ultimately, they could come pick it up because it's not yours. You didn't pay cash for it. And I mentioned earlier, I feel really bad for those people that write those massive checks and end up writing massive checks again just a few months later or a few years later where they could have probably saved God knows how many thousands of dollars had they chosen to not write those checks. From there, most leases come with a feature called gap insurance. It's not standard on all leases, but most of them have it. And gap insurance is designed to protect the consumer and, of course, the lender from a mishap. So if the vehicle's stolen, totaled, or irreparably damaged, the leasing company will accept the insurance company's check as payment in full for the balance of the vehicle, regardless of the amount. As long as it's insured in accordance with lease requirements, you're not in default on your lease, and you haven't transferred it to a third party. Kind of think of it like taking a three-year test drive and then deciding if you want to buy it. When a car's brand new under full factory warranty and you get to enjoy all those new features, wouldn't it be nice at the end of three years to know that you can't have negative equity, but you could have positive equity? And positive equity is not that common, at least not in the substantial form that Gary described, because what he described was the gentleman adjusting the mileage 60,000 miles, and that by itself probably generated at least six to 8,000 of his equity right there. But the key is if you drive 20,000 miles a year, 25,000 miles a year, you don't want to be at the mercy of the used car manager when it comes time to replace that car. You want to potentially have a guarantee that regardless of the miles that you've put on it, you can just give it back. Michael Medved recognizes a familiar pattern in the Chattanooga shooter. But what went wrong, obviously, is that he became more deeply involved in a strain of Islamic teaching that would tend to make you a violent crazy. Does that exist in any other religious group? Not that I know of. The Michael Medved Show, weekdays at noon, right before Hugh Hewitt at 3, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to our clients. At Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people that know how to take care of a Lexus, but more importantly... 
people that know how to take care of you. Located at 6905 East McDowell Road in Scottsdale. Family owned and operated, Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale strives to surpass your expectations by actively listening to their customers and employees. Their goal is to simply provide an exceptional experience before, during, and after the sale. The exceptional experience is not a slogan, it's a way of life at Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale. If you're aged 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Arlington Capital Management at 855-471-5796. They'll help you actively manage your 401k, show you strategies to avoid major declines, and capitalize on opportunities. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can dramatically improve your results and even lower your fees. Call 855-471-5796 now and take the first step toward getting more out of your retirement assets. The team at Arlington Capital Management proactively explores the market, our economy, and all of the variables that offset your investments. Call 855-471-5796 now for a complimentary consultation. That's 855 471 5796 or visit arlington-capital.com you worked hard to accumulate your nest egg now it's time to put your money to work for you take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring place the new wax ring over the flange then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain next um dad uh yeah sweetie is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. The Patriot. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot, KKNT Intelligent Talk. I'm Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, once again. And you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Correct. Okay, now also, we do email. But my suggestion, if you're going to email us, it's Dana at YourCarInsiders.com. We need some Facebook likes at Your Car Insiders Facebook page. And you can find us also on SoundCloud. You can find us on 960 The Patriot on their weekend lineup. You can also find us on the World Wide Web at YourCarInsiders.com. So, Dana, back to the leasing and why you shouldn't, why you shouldn't. I'm going to run a scenario past you. Go ahead. 
2005, I walk in and I buy a car, and I put no money down. I'm with, you, I'm with you so far. Okay, and I financed that car for 60 months. And 30 months into that loan, I decide I don't want to drive this car anymore, and I go buy another car. And I don't understand how the numbers work, but they agreed to pay off my trade no matter what I owe. So now I buy that other car. Once again, the down payment is zero, but it's really a negative because the down payment's the negative equity in the car that I'm trading in. That's what I'm seeing so far. So now we're in 2007 and a half. Now I go to 2010 and I decide to buy another car. Put no money down. Now I have the negative equity from the first car that I bought to the second, the second car that I bought, and now I'm going into the third car. Are you going to put money down this time? Nope. You're consistent. Yep. So now all of a sudden, we're 2013, and I decide I want to get rid of this car. Now, what you have to remember is in 2013, since you financed the negative equity— in 2007, from the car from 2005, once again in 2010, you put no money down. Now, I don't care what anybody says, and I'll argue this to the death. If you've bought three cars over a six-year period, seven-year period, eight-year period, put no money down on any of those purchases, even if you got great deals buying them brand new, you are buried up to your eyeballs in the third vehicle. Agreed? Uh, agreed. You would need a backhoe to get you unburied. Okay. Now, what I always say is at some point, you have to jump off the merry-go-round. So what has to happen is one of two things. You bury all that negative equity, and hopefully you're smart enough to buy gap insurance and lease and buy a car. Or you sit down, decide to swallow the pill— you want to be done with this insanity, and you walk in and you lease a car for 36 months. Now, your payment is going to be much higher because than it normally would be on a 36-month term because you're carrying that ugliness into it. But what Gary's so eloquently pointing out is at the end of that three-year term— How upside down are you, you if you stayed within the miles and no damage? You're not upside down a penny. Right. So— one of the things about a lease where we used to talk to clients is very simply, you've done this over and over again. You have two choices. You can continue now to pay a monthly payment, but the point of this is one thing that I never pitch a lease to somebody, very rarely, very, very rarely, if the guy's trading in today a 2003 car, with 140,000 miles on it that he bought brand new in 2003. Not a lease candidate. Now, unless... Not, not typically. Unless, for some reason, there's two grand worth of lease cash. Or there's perhaps been a life change. Right. There, there, things can happen. But what Dana and I do is not pitch you on a lease. We explain to you on a lease. Yeah, now, that, it's not proper grammar. Yeah, I was going to say that pitch. I was thinking yeah. we're not pitchers. Um, we don't pitch anything. We we do explain. Right. When when you're on the retail side of it, when you do a presentation, it's kind of like a pitch. Sales pitch. Yeah, but our, our purpose is just to help you understand your choices. I want to ask you one question. Certainly. 
the largest deals you got paid on as a salesperson were what kind of purchases? Back then, leases. Okay. Now, did you hear what I just said? The same thing for me. However, we were on the other side of the desk at this time. When we sit there, and especially Dana, when he sits there, I'll tell you a quick funny story, and then I want him to go back to what he was talking about. He was in a dealership, and the salesperson had the, I want to call it, goal or audacity to say to the client in front of Dana, let me talk to you about our super preferred 72-month lease special. And Dana's comment to him was, you are no longer allowed to speak. Now, unfortunately, the poor salesman, based on what he's been had drummed into his head, he thinks it's a great thing. Now, what I will tell you is if you knew how a lease worked and you got involved in a 72-month lease, it might not be the end of the world except for the fact that if you didn't buy a warranty, you're glued to a car that at the end of three years and 36,000 miles, if that was the factory warranty, you don't have a warranty. Well, and that's some of the other potential benefits of leasing a vehicle. But here's here's another one. When when you buy a car, let's say, God forbid, you're inside having a nice cup of coffee with a friend, and you hear a really loud crash outside. You look outside, and unfortunately, it's your car that's been crashed. Now, you're not hurt. Car's hurt. But it's not hurt enough to total it. It's only about $15,000 worth of damage. So the insurance company is going to fix the car. Well, when you purchase that car and you write a check for it, you're now going to trade in a car that's had a severe previous accident, and you're going to be penalized severely, not you personally, but the car is, for that incident. If you finance the car and you go to trade that car in, and it's had a severe collision in its past, they're going to see it, and they're going to offer substantially less for it because of it. I just want to say one quick thing on what Dana just said. Your vehicle's involved in an accident. There is no issue with the vehicle being turned in at the end of the lease as long as it is fixed at a... Authorized? Authorized body shop. So all I'm saying is this is the time that you forget about your friends. You forget about this guy that you know, this guy that you know. If you wreck your Mercedes, call the dealer that that you bought your car from and ask them who their authorized body shop is. Because I could remember when I took lease returns back when I was a lease manager – Vehicles were always inspected prior to giving them back, which was something I loved about Nissan. And they would say, previous repair, okay. You ran into a problem if it said previous repair, substandard. So in the event that you are involved in some kind of an accident and insurance claim, the vehicle needs to be repaired, I wouldn't go by what my insurance agent says. I would go by what the service department at the dealership recommends because if there's a problem, you can turn around to the lender and say, I fixed it at the dealership's body shop. And, and just so we're crystal clear on it, when 
the car is repaired, if the vehicle's leased, the person that authorizes the repair is the lease company, not you. And if they don't authorize the repair and you do it somewhere else, then that's where you could fall into that problem. But the key that I was making was if you do have it fixed properly and there was $15,000 worth of damage, when you get to the end of your lease, you can simply return the car and it becomes their problem, not yours. So another thing, and this is kind of a ginger subject, but I'm going to go there anyway. Let's just say that you were thinking about getting married and instead of you know, signing a commitment for the rest of your life, you agreed to do a three-year, let's see if it works out. If it doesn't work out, no harm, no foul. We'll just go back to how things were before we met. I'm willing to bet that most people would probably try harder in their marriages or arguably they might feel a lot better knowing that they were in a position where after three years of trying their very best, if it didn't work out, they're not out any money. Now, I want to go back really quick because Dana brought something up about leases and terms. If you buy a car, put no money down, and happen to buy another car three years later and put no money down, and happen to buy a third car three years later and put no money down, you have a pretty decent amount of negative equity. Now, one thing that's for sure is when you do this, the negative equity is not the problem of your insurance company. And what I mean by that, and it's a whole other segment, whole other show, was that if you don't buy gap insurance in a purchase and you keep rolling this negative equity and in the third car, you could end up what's called with a deficiency notice, which means the insurance company paid off the amount that the vehicle was worth. However, you owed this much, and the lender wants that money. Now, I've seen people end up with repossessions on their credit because they think that that deficiency notice is a joke. Now, the question I have for Dana is I know that Toyota – to my recollection, when I thought about it, was the only lease company that I knew did not include Gap. You could buy it, but it wasn't included. Most of the manufacturers, Gap's included in a lease. I agree. I agree. And it happened, Well, he's right. Toyota lease does not include Gap insurance. And, and there's another area where, you know, how much is Gap insurance worth? just in that one area, like we've done numerous times before, could absorb our entire fee just in what we save you on that one item. Now, just to the, like as in a lease, when people don't understand it, when I try to explain the gap insurance and the customer explains, well, I can get that through my insurance company. Now, if a customer has a $500 deductible through their insurance company, how many times does the dealership charge more than 500 bucks? on an average car deal? I'm not sure if I understood the question. When you go into finance and you don't know what you're doing, how much do you normally charge for Gap? Oh, at least seven ninety five. Okay, when's the last time you had a dealership charge seven ninety five for Gap? Never. Okay, when's the last time you did a deal where the Gap was less than 500 bucks? Always. Okay, so my point being there is Gap through your insurance company 
you're responsible for your deductible. Gap through the dealership's policy, they cover your deductible. But Not only that, some insurance companies don't cover theft. And they also don't cover the full dollar amount. They could go 110% of MSRP or they could go 100% of retail blue book. And without without wearing you out with all the fine details, one of the nice things about Gary and I is we understand them. We can explain them to you. We can answer any and all questions that you could possibly have. How many hours do you think you and I could just talk to just about what we're talking about right now? At at least 30, 40. I think we could beat a Jerry Lewis muscular dystrophy marathon. Well, we certainly have a chance at it, but let's give them a few other things to let you know. By the way, the largest group of people leasing today is millennials, the youngest group of people. Remember, Gary's number is 602-525-1370. I'm Dana. My number is 602-679-8324. We are your car insiders. There's no one like us. Call us. It'll save you money. Now, remember this really quick. Leasing. We just touched the tip of the iceberg. Have a great week. We will be back. Remember, it doesn't cost you anything to call us. I had a listener the other day that wanted me to meet him to pay us up front, and I explained to him it doesn't work that way. We're not Costco. We're not True Cars. We're not any kind of buying service. We're a helping service. We are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. This was a paid program and was provided for informational purposes only. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.